0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, once again, we were a little bit uh, out of town and we're back again. And uh, today we're going to talk about the importance of this month, month of Kislev. We had a Rosh Chodesh uh, last week and this is a very special month. It's a month that has to do with many interesting uh Parallels and concepts. The first one has to do with it's the month of the miracles and um, we have so many things that we're going to talk today and we have our guest Pascal again that she is love it's so nice to see you again, Pascal a little bit of time. Thank you, nice.
1: thank you for having me a long time no see. Yeah. Uh, Yes, it's a wonderful, wonderful month. It's a special month. Um, It's the month when uh, uh, we had the first rainbow. It's the month that we have the wonderful miracles of Hanukkah. And uh, it really is a month where we have wonderful parashiot where we are building the uh, people of Israel. Mm -hmm. and it is also the month interestingly enough where the days are the shortest and the evenings the nights are the longest so it really symbolizes the darkness the deepest darkness um, of galut and of despair in our life and that's when you finish the month on the 25th you light the Hanukkah candles and In reality, you can only see them so brightly because it is dark. If we were to light the same candles during the day, of course they bring light, but we don't need that light. We can hardly see it. So there's something very special about that idea, I think. Beautiful. Yes. That is so, so uh, important. And
0: little by little... um Pascal was telling us how important uh, and relevant uh, we just went still today, uh, the Parsha Toledot, that had very interesting insights for shidduchim, And uh, Pascal, you want to give us a little bit of a... Yeah. a in a nutshell, what this Parsha teaches us for shidduchim.
1: Well, it's really interesting because... Uh, we see that Rivka is actually sending her son, um, Yaakov, to Haran, to her family, though she's very well aware of what type of people they are. They are crooks, they are not to be trusted, and yet she sends them there because a person who has a good basis, but is a crook for different reasons. Basically, when you're a crook, is because you don't have faith in yourself because otherwise you do these things straightly. The mm-hmm. second you, you imbue them with this self-confidence, they can become amazing people. But somebody who has a bad basis to start with, there's very little you can do. So he's, she's sending her, uh, her son there, and I, he sees, um, Jacob, Jacob sees Rachel at the well. He asks her to marry him, she says, yes, but on the day of the wedding, as we know, Laban switches her with Leah. And in the morning, he wakes up, and behold, it is Leah. He got married to Leah. Surprise, Lea. surprise. Surprise! Not a nice <laughs> surprise for him. But now he goes to the father-in-law and says, I would like to marry Rachel. You tricked me. He said, no problem. work another seven years, and uh, I will give what I can. He says, "Okay. He works. He waits. For, he says, 'I'll work for her, but I'll buy her on credit.' Basically, what I'll do is after the seven days of of, of festivities for Leah, he gets married to Rachel and celebrates another seven days. And then he works to marry uh, to pay off. Let's say, in that time, you have to buy your wife. Okay. But." Rachel didn't know she was going to marry Jacob. She was actually very, very sad. She um, <coughs> shouldn't she had to uh, prepare science with Jacob so that he would be able to identify her because she knew her father would try to, to trick and switch them. Mm-hmm. But on the moment that he actually came and said, take off your dress and give it to your sister Leah, she felt... Betrayed. Why? Totally yeah. betrayed and sad and upset. Look, I've been waiting to get married. You know what it is. You're waiting to get married. You're excited. You're preparing your marriage, you, you, your wedding. You're so excited. You're dressed. You're made up. Your hair done. Everything. And I take it off and let somebody else marry your husband. It's not that the other one's going to get married to their fiancé. You say, okay, never mind. You know, but I'm still, I still have my fiancé. No, 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 no. You can't marry. It's taken. Done. Finito.
0: That's Vidanya,
1: no, forget about that. Kids. Forget about that story. And and yet, um, once she sees her sister all dressed up, and she, she's thinking, you know, he's going to figure it out. But anyway, meanwhile, says, he's going to figure it out, but my sister is going to be humiliated in front of everybody. And so she decides to give her sister the signs. She does that. It really takes a great person to do that. She does yeah, that, exactly. but at the same time, she knows it's gone. You're never going to marry Yaakov.
0: So that is, that is uh, something that we have to understand. The greatness that she had to be humble, to accept that her sister was going to be the wife, and she was going to be not the first wife. Or well, not the wife at all. Or not the wife at all you know, that that talks about a certain character uh, of
1: humility, of understanding that it was not her turn. And she was ready to accept. And, I mean, she could have insisted and and not say anything. It would have been revealed that it had been switched. Her sister would have been humiliated. And yes, she would have married her husband, which is what she wanted. But at what price? And the thing is, sometimes we have to think, what is the price? And she said, you know what? I would rather not marry the love of my life, even if I stand married all my life. Uh, But my sister will not be uh, humiliated. Uh, humiliated. She had her priorities. And because of what she did, the second she gave up, she decided not to insist on her full right, which was her full right. Excuse me, that's when Hashem said, You know what? Because you did that so gracefully, don't worry, you will be married to the love of your life. And she was, and she was, and she was even granted two amazing children. Beautiful, beautiful. So, but you were saying, you
0: were mentioning a little bit that there was a time because we're human beings, we're not angels, we're not, you know that uh, there was this internal worry that Rachel had to go through, that she, uh, it must not have been jealousy, but it must have been some type of, uh, you know, um, anxiety that she wanted so badly, so badly, so badly. She was so doomed, that she was, um, what's the word, uh, so attached to her uh, dream and it didn't come so easy, like you said. She, it
1: was until what happened, until she let go. Until she let go. We have to learn to let go. We have to say, you know what, I did everything in my power. Sometimes you like, you introduce to somebody, or you really, you know, the Shatran or Shatran, mentions a person, the person seems to be really what you want. And... Uh, you try to go out with that person, but then you have an appointment, and then they have to cancel, and then you have to cancel, like over and over and over and over again, and things don't happen. Or you go out and you really feel like you get on really well, and on the other side you're faced with the wall. It's hard. And you, or you start going out, and the person uh, just wants to keep going out, keep going out, because they're not sure. There's a moment where you just have to say, that's it. That's it. Now, of course, if you're going to go out like twenty times until the person thinks, "Oh yeah, I might want to go out with you," you know, the sooner you stop that, the better. But uh, you can't also stop it at the third time you go out because, you know, that's right. It's <laughs> you really know the person exactly. So you have to play by ear, and each person is different. Each case is different. But there's a moment when you feel like things are not going forward. One has to do this very difficult, difficult but so correct step to say, I'm sorry, I don't see any future here. We're going to call it quits. And because we call it quits, we first of all keep our respect because if you go out for like five years with a person and still doesn't know if he wants to marry you, (coughs) you know that there's something wrong there.
0: You're wasting your time. You're wasting
1: your time. They are wasting your time. It creates resentment. Um, you don't even feel good about yourself. Exactly. And, and the message you're putting across is, I'm so desperate. I'll do anything to have a, a semblance of respect and of, of somebody <laughs> wanting me. So, and people sense that, and that's when they really don't want you. That's right. Because you really don't want yourself. Right. Whereas when you learn to say, okay, that's it. If he's the right person, they will come back to you. And if it's not, the sooner you get rid of them, the better. Exactly. If it's not, the best thing they did for you is that they came into your life to bring the right person closer to you. That's it. And you have to believe in that because, you know,
0: many people because feel not that... not cruel. He's not cruel. You know, that, uh, that you didn't... Because you were not good enough. Never have those feelings that you're not good enough because what it is, it's a learning experience... That he was, he, he, you know, he gave you something to get you closer, like Pascal says, to the next one, the, the
1: real one, the one that is really going to be the one. You touched a very important uh, thing is that when, actually, we learn more when things don't work than when they work. Yeah, that's called and, the, the real learning experience. <laughs> and the truth of the matter is because God is good and God loves us. There's a reason God put that person towards us, and what happens when God puts that person that person in front of you, and it doesn't want that person doesn't want to go out with you, or you don't want to go out with that person? Obviously, stop the relationship, but go home and think and say, okay, what was I feeling when I was in front of that person? What midah, what mm-hmm. character trait did mm-hmm. I see that really bothered me? and I said, I don't want to go out with this person anymore. Or what was it that this person saw in me that was that I had or I was lacking that made him not go forward? And that's where the message is. That's something you have to work on. Forget about that person. That's not the person for you. But that person is helping you be the better person. Be Make yourself into the cleat that you need to be to meet the right person. Maybe you already met the right person, but you were not ready yet. So it's coming back. But now you made yourself a cleat. So this is a chese from vessel. A, a clean vessel. Is a vessel. Make mm-hmm. yourself into a vessel to be That's able right. to receive all the bounty that Hashem is sending you. That's right. It's so important to understand that because it's so easy to, to get depressed. another time they introduced me it didn't work another time. What's the point of going out if it's not gonna work? it's not gonna work. You need to to fit if you ever worked in making a clay vessel, you have to to shape it you have to empty it, you have to, to, to shape, shape it, then you have to put it you, you have to paint it, yes. you have to put the varnish, you have to put it in the oven. there's a lot many, many steps. <coughs> I'm sorry. And if you do that, if you put it in the oven, before you painted it. It's not going to be ready. It's not going to be, gonna be you ready. you should not glaze it, there are steps that need to be done. Right. Right. And so
0: then many, many women get so desperate and just start to really uh, not believe in themselves. And it's not that you have to um, come to that conclusion. You have to see it as a learning experience, not that you are defeated or you're not good enough, but that you still have to learn other steps to get to your ultimate step, like being ready. I, I give the example of the challah. You know, you put, uh, you give, put all these uh, ingredients, you make this nice shape, <coughs> you put it in, in the oven, but you cannot take the challah before the time because it's not going to be ready. That's the same process. If it's not ready, if you're not ready... The Almighty and you will know
1: when it's going to be the right time. And you have to believe in that moment. Well, to take your example of the challah, <laughs> it's, it's really funny because I was thinking what you're saying is so, so real. I mean, if you see the ingredients of the challah, which is water, mm-hmm. flour, eggs, uh, salt, yeast, if you sugar sometimes. Yeah. So... One can say, you know what, what's the point of making all this and mixing it together? I'm just going to take an oven-proof bowl. I'm going to put water, <laughs> yeast, flour, egg, salt, like that, one drop of the other, put it in the oven. You can do that. Yeah. You will not get a challah. You will get some kind of horrible mash. Exactly. But what is it? If you mix it all together, you let it rest, and then even if, if you let just it shape rest, it simply...
0: you say that.
1: You exactly. Then you put it in the oven and it's wonderful. And it's delicious. A wonderful, fresh baked challah. But the thing is, you have to work it. Work it. Listen. Mix all the... You have to, you, you have to mix all the things together. The ingredients. When you mix the ingredients, what happens? The um, eggs disappear into... Uh, uh, into the... Yeah, the into, in, into, into the, the mass. The, the, the into the mass, exactly. Mm-hmm. Into the batter. Yes. You cannot identify the salt or the sugar or the yeast... Or even the flower anymore, or the water, everything works together towards union. Then you work it. You work it. You work it, it. you, you need work it, it. And work you need it. it, you need, and it. need it. And yes, then yes, yes. you let it rest for everything to yes. fall into place. And this is the road of our life. Yes. We get a lot of information, which is like all the ingredients. We have to, <coughs> I'm sorry, to mix them together. Then we have to let it rest so that everything goes to its place. Everything, you know, we get rid of what we don't need. We keep what we need. Let it rest. And then you can bake it and then you can eat it. And then you can enjoy the fresh kut khala. And this is what life is all about. Doing all the things step by step. Step by step. So that eventually you get a wonderful final product. Because afterwards, when you have your home, when you're looking at this wonderful partner that you have and the wonderful children that come, You say it was all worth it. It was definitely worth the wait. That's right. So thank you
0: very much, uh, Pascal, these are uh, wise words that uh, you have to take in and remember being this month of the miracle, just you know, ask what you want, not ask. But see, visualize that you are already with your partner, that you're going to get married. Visualize, because when you visualize, guess what? Hashem, or say it, Hashem will give you. You are his children, and that's what he wants to do. Okay, next time we will see you once again. If you have any questions, please... uh, be able to to write to us she with mrs gertz making it work thank you okay thank you